Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and today it is that time again. The newest Digimon set is upon us, BT5 Battle of Omni. So today will be the first part of our two-part review of the new cards from the set. Today we are going to be talking about all the new red, blue and yellow cards. But first, on Saturday, August 13th, at 10am AEDT, or Friday, August 12th, at 8pm EST, I will be hosting another Booster Box opening live stream to celebrate the release of the new set. We're going to be opening up a box of Battle of Omni boosters, and as always, I will be giving away the contents of one randomly chosen booster pack to one lucky viewer. That's right, no matter what's in there, it's going to one of you guys. Could be an alternate art Omnimon Zwart Defeat. It will still go to that lucky viewer. There are some great cards in the new set, so make sure to tune in to twitch.tv slash EFMG for your chance to win and just to be there because we always have a great time at our set release live streams. I have a blast sharing the joy of opening packs with you all as well as talking everything Digimon card game. All of the stream info will be in the show notes, so check it out Friday, August 12th, 8pm EST. I hope to see you all there. Now for our main topic, the new Digimon card game set Battle of Omni is about to release and as always we will be conducting a review of the new cards. Now this is a big undertaking, there's plenty to talk about, so to make it a bit easier we will be splitting our review into two parts. This week we are going to be talking about the new red, blue and yellow cards as well as giving you an overview of the set as a whole, the themes and all of the new mechanics being introduced. And then next week we will be talking about the new green, black, purple and white cards. Now we've got plenty to get through and I know that like me you're all really excited to get to the new cards but before we do that we do have a couple of caveats. Firstly I'm not going to be discussing every single new card. There's way too many for that to be feasible and with every set a number of new cards have no effects. They're kind of vanilla. Um, They're not necessarily pack filler but they're more kind of designed for the limited environment or they're just very similar to cards we've already had, so there isn't much to discuss. So I'm only going to be talking about the cards that I think are going to make an impact in the new format, or otherwise the cards I think are interesting or noteworthy. So I apologize sincerely if I skip over your favorite new card, and if I do, please feel free to let me know. And finally, all of the thoughts that I'm sharing today are my opinions, they're based on my experience and my biases. That means that I might not like a card that you love, and it also means I might love a card that you think is awful. That is totally reasonable, and it's actually a feature, not a bug, because if we didn't have differing opinions about cards, we would all just play the exact same deck and the game would be very dull indeed. So just remember, these are opinions, not facts. Before we get into the new cards, we need to talk about all the new mechanics in the set. We're getting a brand new keyword as well as some cards with qualities that we haven't seen yet. It's all really exciting, so let's jump into it. First up, we have a new keyword, Blitz. Blitz is this great new aggressive keyword, really good for decks that want to attack quickly. The Blitz keyword appears with the When Digivolving timing and it reads as follows. When Digivolving, Blitz. This Digimon can attack when your opponent has one or more 
memory. So we've seen a similar effect to this on the Chaosmon from the last set. When you Digivolve into a Digimon with Blitz, you can then, at that moment, make an attack with that Digimon, even if the memory has passed over to your opponent's side of the gauge. This is great for an aggressive deck and essentially allows you to get in and attack with your powerful Digimon one turn earlier than otherwise you would be able to. Even if your opponent leaves you at one memory to choke you out and stop you from getting to your level 6 and then being able to attack, you can Digivolve into your Blitz Digimon and get that attack in. Blitz Digimon are really great for sneak attacks and for getting that final attack in for the wind. For the win. Now keep in mind that if your Digimon otherwise can't attack, if it entered the battlefield this turn, for example, it has summoning sickness, Blitz doesn't override that. Your Digimon has to be able to make a legal attack for Blitz to work. In addition to Blitz, we get a cool new mechanic involving Digivolution cards. We're used to effects that trash Digivolution cards, things like Digiburst and many of the blue card effects. But now we're also getting effects that add Digivolution cards to your Digimon. Now these are effects are great for giving your Digimon many abilities, many power-ups from inheritable effects. You've just got to make sure that you pay attention to the wording of the effect because some of these effects put the card at the top of your Digivolution cards and some put the card at the bottom. And that actually does make a difference if your opponent is doing something like trashing Digivolution cards. So just keep that in mind. And another new mechanic that we're getting, um, you could call it slide evolution. That seems to be the thing from the anime that this is most like. In BT5, we're getting Digimon that can Digivolve from multiple levels, usually from the level below them and the same level. So they'll have multiple Digivolution costs, one cost when Digivolving from the level lower than them, and one when they Digivolve from another Digimon of the same level. It's really cool to see the ways that they're using Digivolution costs to create interesting mechanics and decision points. And we'll get into the specifics of these cards a bit later when we talk about them. But just remember to pay extra close attention to those Digivolution costs in BT5. And the final new addition in BT5 I wanted to talk about before we get into the cards was about the colour white. We're used to having white Digimon, they're Digimon like Omnimon and Chaosmon, that don't really belong to one of the established colours, so they're outside of those six and they're just white. But now in BT5, we're getting many new white cards, but not just Digimon. We're getting white Tamers and white option cards. I'll get more into this in the next episode when we're actually going to be talking about white cards, but just important to remember that we're getting white Digimon and white Tamers, and I wanted to make a note of that here because we're talking about all the new stuff that's coming in the set, and that's one of the coolest in my opinion. I like the way that they're using white and branching out and using it in new and different ways. With that out of the way, we can get into it, moving on to the new cards, and first we are going to talk about Red. Red in Battle for Omni is one of the main Omnimon support colours. It's got plenty of cards that either help you find and play your Omnimon or cards that power up your Omnimon. And Red also has cards that expand on that Greymon theme that we saw in Great Legend, cards that care about having Greymon. Red's also the main colour for the new Blitz keyword. It leans into Red's aggressive nature. And Red is also the home for the new Add Digivolution cards mechanic. Red in Battle of Omni can be very fast, very aggressive, so be playing red if you want to lean into that playstyle. Let's talk about the specific cards now, and first, our first card for BT5 is Red's new Digitama card, Digi-Egg card, Koromon. 
Koromon has as its inheritable when attacking once per turn if this Digimon has Omnimon or Greymon in its name other than Doru Greymon, Burning Greymon or Dex Doru Greymon, trigger draw one. First thing we're going to say, every time I say the words Greymon in its name, you just need to remember that that's always going to have that exception. Other than Doru Greymon, Burning Greymon, or Dex Doru Greymon, they never count as Greymon. So always just remember, when I say Greymon in its name, not including those ones. Now, on to the actual card. Drawing extra cards is always useful. More cards means more chances to find your win condition or to find the answer that you need to your opponent's threat. This Koromon is going to draw you extra cards for doing something that you're likely going to be doing anyway in a red deck, which is attacking. Now, the limitation is that the card that you attack with has to be either a Greymon or an Omnimon. So, this Koromon's effectiveness is really dependent on there being strong Greymon or Omnimon to use it with. But, given that this is the Omnimon set and we just had a Greymon set... There are plenty of good options, and I think that any red deck with Omnimon or Greymon moving forward is going to be happy to play at least one Koromon. Next up, we have our new level 3s. First is Agumon. Agumon costs 3 to play, has 2000 DP, and has an on-play effect reads, On play, reveal 3 cards from the top of your deck. Add 1 Digimon card with Greymon in its name, and 1 Digimon card with Omnimon in its name among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards on the bottom of your deck in any order. So the potential to fetch 2 cards here is great. As the game evolves, we're seeing that these cards that dig for your win conditions and let you draw one or two cards are very strong. They help your deck be more consistent, and they help ensure that you'll find the pieces you need. I, I love this new Argumon, and I think it's going to be a really strong card moving forward. Next up, we have Gaussmon. Gaussmon costs 3 to play, has 2000 DP, and it has no inheritable effects, but it does have two main effects. First, its main effect reads, your turn, your other Gaussmon all get plus 3000 DP. So clearly, Gaussmon wants to be played alongside other Gaussmon. You just got to remember, each of your other Gaussmon are also going to have this ability, so when you have the maximum possible four copies on the field, each Gaussmon will be at a whopping 11,000 DP. Now that is very rarely going to happen, and there's currently no ways for you to search for your Gaussmon, so this is more of a fun mini-game than it is a real strategy. But the second ability on Gaussmon is not bad at all. It reads, opponent's turn, your opponent can't reduce Digivolution costs. So as long as Gaussmon is on the field, your opponent's effects that reduce Digivolution costs are nullified. And this ability is also on a new blue and a new yellow Digimon in the set, Siakumon and Cubemon respectively, so... While I talk about this effect on Gaussmon, remember that I'm really talking about all three of these cards. So Gaussmon, Siakimon, Cubemon being on the field means that your opponent's Imperial Dramon is always going to cost 5 to Digivolve. It completely turns off Digisorption, it turns off Hidden Potential Discovered. If you find that you're playing against a lot of green, consider taking in Gaussmon, Siakimon or Cubemon. Because it's really good against that strategy. And my final piece of advice regarding Gaussmon, Siakumon, and Cutemon, even if you're not using them now, hold on to those cards because this effect feels like something that's just going to get better as more sets come out. Now the last level 3 from Red that I want to talk about is Shoutmon. Shoutmon costs 3 to play, has 1000 DP, and has both an on-play and an inheritable effect. Its on-play effect reads, on play, reveal 5 cards from the top of your deck, add 1 Digimon card with Shoutmon in its name, and 1 Digimon card with Blitz among them to your hand, place the remaining cards on the bottom of your deck in any order. 
Like Agumon, Shout One helps you to set up your future turns and make sure you're finding your win conditions. In this case, your Digimon with the new Blitz mechanic, which tend to be powerful attackers that can close out games. Then, once you've found your Blitz Digimon, you can make use of Shoutmon's Inheritable effect, which reads, Your turn while this Digimon has Blitz, it gets plus 2000 DP. Now, plus 2000 DP is a significant boost, and a lot of Red's best strategies in BT5 use Blitz, so it should be easy to access this power boost. Overall, if you're building around Blitz, you're going to want to include Shoutmon. Moving on to level 4 now, and first up we have a new Greymon. This Greymon costs 5 to play, has 5000 DP, costs 2 to Digivolve, and has when Digivolving, if this Digimon has Agumon in its Digivolution cards, gain 1 memory. So, although Greymon usually costs 2 to Digivolve, if you are Digivolving it from an Agumon, it will work out to cost just 1, which is a great rate for a level 4. It is important to note that this effect says Agumon and not a Digimon with Agumon in its name, so it's not going to work if you Digivolve from a card like Agumon Expert. It specifically has to be just Agumon. Greymon also has an inheritable effect. It reads your turn while this Digimon has Omnimon or Greymon in its name, it gets plus 2000 DP. Now I like this card, I think it's fun and it plays into the Greymon Omnimon strategy for red. It suffers a little from consistency issues, just a bit. Greymon from BT1, for example, is always going to cost 2 to Digivolve, but it's also going to also cost give plus 2000 DP as an inheritable, no matter what the name of the Digimon that it is beneath is. So if you're all in on Agumon and Greymon, this is a great choice. But otherwise, remember that Greymon BT1 is there as an alternate option. Next up, Monochromon. Monochromon is functionally identical to a new blue card, Sealamon. So I'm going to talk about both at once. Now, Monochromon and Sealamon are red and blue versions of the new blockers from Giga Green, Machine Black, and Venomous Violet, as well as Pidomon from Yellow. They cost 6 to play, 1 to Digivolve, they have 5000 DP, they have Blocker, and they have when attacking lose 2 memory. So if you need a Blocker, these should be probably the first ones that you look at. That 1 Digivolve cost is just so useful. And I am really glad that this cycle is finally complete. We finally have a 1 cost Blocker for each color. That is... So nice to finally have this option in red and blue. On to level 5 now, and first up is Omni Shoutmon. Omni Shoutmon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, and has some cool effects. First it has, your Shoutmon can Digivolve into this card in your hand for a memory cost of 4, ignoring this card's Digivolution requirements. So, if you have Shoutmon, it can ki skip straight to the level 5 Omni Shoutmon for very cheap. 4 is the cheapest total memory that you would pay to Digivolve from Shoutmon through level 4 to Omni Shoutmon, in any case, even if you had to Digivolve through a level 4. And, don't forget, your Shoutmon can put an Omni Shoutmon from the top of your deck into your hand with its on-play effect, so it sets up a nice line of progression. Omni Shoutmon's inheritable effect also works very well with your Blitz strategy. As it says your turn, while this Digimon has Blitz, it gains security attack plus one. So combined with Omni Shoutmon, your Blitz Digimon can attack for lots of damage very quickly. Our next new level, red level 5 is Metal Greymon Alterus Mode. Metal Greymon Alterus Mode costs 8 to play, has 8000 DP. And has two Digivolution costs. It costs three to Digivolve from a red level four, or just one memory to Digivolve from another red level five. There's a couple of reasons why you might want to do that, even though it doesn't technically move you up your Digivolution chain. Firstly, Metal Greymon Alterus Mode has when Digivolving, if a Digimon card with Metal Greymon in its name is in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, 
delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 4,000 DP or less. Metal Greymon is, of course, a level 5, so to activate this ability, you'll need to Digivolve Ultras mode onto a level 5. Secondly, maybe you want to create a huge Digivolution stack with lots of bonus and take advantage of Ultras mode's inheritable effect as much as possible, and that inheritable effect reads, your turn, while this Digimon has Omnimon or Greymon in its name, it gets plus 2,000 DP. We've already mentioned 2000 DP is a huge buff and being able to stack this multiple times under a Digimon potentially can result in a huge attacker. Finally, with Digiburst and other effects that care about having multiple Digivolution cards, being able to add even more than the usual number is a great benefit. I think there's going to be some really cool things that you can do with Ultras mode. Moving on now to the new red level 6s. First up, we have a new War Greymon. War Greymon costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and has a couple of effects that make it pretty useful for board control. Firstly, it has when Digivolving, if a Digimon card with Greymon in its name is in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with Blocker. Now, blockers have historically been a big problem for red in the past, since red does not have much access to piercing, so being able to delete an opposing blocker for just three memory is very nice. There are so many Greymon being played in red at the moment, it shouldn't be hard to get this effect. Secondly, War Greymon also has an inheritable effect, which is not very usual for a level 6, but it's something we're seeing more of, especially with the increased number of level 7 Digimon. War Greymon's inheritable effect reads, when attacking, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 3000 DP or less. Now this can help to keep your opponent's board clear of troublesome rookies without having to waste a removal option or an attack on them, which is nice. It's never a good feeling to have to drop a Gaia Force on an opponent's level 3. I think this War Greymon is going to see plenty of play for that blocker of deletion effect, uh, I, just because I think that's something Red sorely needs. Next, we have another Red level 6 with an inheritable effect, Zeg Greymon. Zeg Greymon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, and has 11,000 DP, and its main effect reads, when Digivolving, Blitz, meaning that when you Digivolve into Zeg Greymon, it can attack straight away even if the turn passes to your opponent. That means that Z Greymon pairs very well with Digimon like Omega Shoutmon and Shoutmon, whose inheritable effects power up your Digimon with Blitz. I believe I meant to say Omni Shoutmon there. My apologies, reading from the Japanese. Z Greymon's inheritable effect reads, your turn, when this Digimon attacks with Blitz, it can also attack your opponent's unsuspended Digimon. This turns your Blitz Digimon into very powerful Digimon very powerful removal. This works well with the newest Omnimon, which is a level 7 that can Digivolve from a red level 6 and which has Blitz. And this also pairs very well with another new red level 6, Shoutmon DX. Shoutmon DX, nice segue, costs 13 to play, has 12,000 DP, and has two Digivolution costs. It costs four to Digivolve from a red level 5, and just two to Digivolve from a red level 6. And this is another way to get multiple Digivolution cards under one Digimon, especially when you also make use of its effects. Shoutmon DX's first Digivolution effect says, when Digivolving, Blitz. So, Digivolve this over your Z Greymon so that it can attack an unsuspended Digimon, or Digivolve over your Omni Shoutmon and your Shoutmon to give it a DP boost and an extra security attack. Shoutmon DX also has, when Digivolving, you may place one red Digimon card from your hand at the top of this Digimon's Digivolution cards. Then for each Omni Shoutmon or Zeke Greymon in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, delete one of your opponent's Digimon 
with 5000 DP or less. Now many of the most common blockers being used are those one cost digivolution blockers that only have 5000 DP, so Shoutmon DX like WarGreymon is another great way to remove opposing blockers. Also keep in mind that the Digimon you place at the top of Shoutmon's DX di Digivolution cards does not necessarily need to be a level 6, it can be any red Digimon, so you should play Shoutmon DX with plenty of red Digimon with powerful inheritable effects. Metal Greymon BT1114, which is the secret rare Metal Greymon from Special Booster version 1.0, gives you plus 3000 DP as an inheritable effect, and you can use Shoutmon DX's effect to add it to your Digivolution cards without even having to Digivolve into it, which is great. And the other great use for Shoutmon DX that I have recently become aware of is pairing it with the original Omnimon from Special Booster version 1.0. This Omnimon can Digivolve from a red level 6, Shoutmon DX, and it has when attacking. You can unsuspend this Digimon by returning one of this Digimon's level 6 Digivolution cards to your hand. So not only can Shoutmon DX Digivolve on top of a level 6 and then use its effect to add another level 6 to its Digivolution cards, but it itself is a level 6. So if you Digivolve your Omnimon on top of it, you can potentially unsuspend your 15,000 DP attacker up to 3 times in one turn. There's going to be some really interesting things that can be done with Shoutmon DX. And our final new red Digimon is Dorbikmon. Dorbikmon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 11,000 DP, and has when attacking you may trash one red Digimon card in your hand to add the trashed card's DP to this Digimon for the turn. I think this is a really interesting effect, it's got a lot of potential. Dorbikmon could be an interesting tech card that can potentially take out any opposing Digimon. Now trashing your own Digimon in red is a big cost because you don't have any ways to get them back but I still think that overall Dorbikmon is a card that we should keep our eye on for the future. Alright, moving on to the option cards now, and first up we have Rowdy Rocker. Rowdy Rocker costs 2 to play, and its main effect reads, Main, you may place 1 red level 4 or lower Digimon card from your hand under one of your Digimon as its bottom Digivolution card if you do trigger draw 2. I like this card a lot. I think there's some fun things you can do with it, and that ability to draw two cards in red, which otherwise doesn't have many card draw effects, is really nice. Red has a lot of cards that care about having specific Digivolution cards, and Rowdy Rocker gives you another way to just make sure that you're getting those effects. And I also love the surprise factor, because your opponent may not necessarily have accounted for an extra security attack on your turn, but then with Rowdy Rocker you can add a Gaia Red Starter Deck Greymon to your main attacker's Digivolution card, and swing for extra damage out of nowhere. There's just some really fun things that you can do with Rowdy Rocker. There's no new Red Tamers to talk about, so our final Red card for today is the option card Transcendent Sword. Transcendent Sword costs 7 to play, and it has main, delete, one of your opponent's Digimon with 11,000 DP or less. If you have a Digimon in play with Omnimon or Greymon in its name, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with 15,000 DP or less instead. So Transcendent Sword will very often be a slightly cheaper guy for since Greymon cards are so prevalent in red and 15,000 DP is enough to delete anything without a DP boost. Red Yellow Security is going to be very happy to have another powerful red deletion effect to add to its repertoire. And that's about all I have to say about Transcendent Sword. It's just kind of a little bit less consistent Gaia Force. But if you want more deletion, it's a great option to have.
Moving on now to the new blue cards coming in BT5 blue. In BT5 gets a lot more support for its strategy of trashing its opponent's Digivolution cards. Blue also gets some more Omnimon support with cards that either care about you having Garurumon or Omnimon or which power up your Garurumon and your Omnimon. Let's jump into it. Blue's new Digi Egg card in this set is Sunomon and Sunomon has your turn. While this Digimon has Garurumon or Omnimon in its name, it gets plus 1000 DP. Out and out power boosts are not very common in blue, so this is a welcome effect, particularly if you're committed to a Garurumon strategy. Nice and easy onto the level 3s now, and first up is Garbumon. Garbumon costs 3 to play, has 2000 DP, and has on play reveal 3 cards from the top of your deck. Add 1 Digimon card with Garurumon in its name, and 1 Digimon card with Omnimon in its name among them to your hand. Place the remaining cards on the bottom of your deck. So this is the blue version of the new Argumon card that we talked about earlier. If you're playing a blue Omnimon strategy, Garbumon will help you to find your Omnimon with a lot more consistency. And it's also worth considering Garbumon in a strategy revolving around Garurumon, like an ancient Garurumon strategy. Because you always want to limit the number of games where you don't find your win conditions to as few as possible. And search cards like Garbumon help you to accomplish that. Next up we have Bulukomon. Bulukomon costs 4 to play, has 3000 DP, and has no main effect, but it does have an inheritable effect that reads your turn once per turn. When you trash a Digivolution card of one of your opponent's Digimon, gain 1 memory. Now this is a great card to include in a Digivolution card trashing strategy. Extra memory is incredibly powerful, and there are more than enough effects in blue that trash Digivolution cards for you to consistently be gaining memory from Bulukumon's effect. This is a great addition to a strategy that's not received much support so far to really get it over the line, and I think that it's effects like Bulukumon's effect that are really going to make Digivolution trashing a viable strategy. On to level 4 now, and first up we have a new Garurumon. Garurumon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 5000 DP, and has when Digivolving, if this Digimon has Garurumon in its Digivolution cards, gain 1 memory. So, like Greymon earlier, Garurumon gets cheaper if you Digivolve it from the correct Digimon, in this case, Garbumon. There are Garbumon cards that are still quite playable, like the Garbumon from BT1, which draws you a card on play, so it shouldn't be a big ask to ask access this effect. Garurumon's inheritable effect plays into the blue Omnimon strategy, and it reads all turns, while this Digimon has Garurumon or Omnimon in its name, it gets plus 1000 DP, and the fact that this boost is always active, not just on your turn, is very good, protecting your Digimon from counterattacks, as well as giving them the boost that they need to get over your opponent's Digimon. Expect this Garurumon to become a key piece of blue Omnimon strategies moving forward. Next, we have Paledramon. Paledramon costs 5 to play and 2 to Digivolve. It has 4000 DP and it has, when Digivolving, trash up to 2 Digivolution cards from the bottom of one of your opponent's Digimon. This is a strong counter to Digiverse strategies if your opponent leaves their Digimon exposed, and of course it works well with Bulukomon. If this Digimon has Bulukomon in its Digivolution cards as and a viable target, then it's functionally going to cost just one to Digivolve as well as getting rid of potentially relevant inheritable effects from your opponent's Digimon. 
from level 4 to level 5 now, and first is Chris Paeldramon. Chris Paeldramon costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7,000 DP, and has, when Digivolving, trash the bottom Digivolution card of all of your opponent's Digimon. That is a lot of Digivolution card trashing. Now, I like the idea of partnering this with Shakalmon, which gives all of your opponent's Digimon with no Digivolution cards security attack minus one. So you clear out all your opponent's Digivolution cards, and then you stop them from being able to damage you. Chris Paeldramon's Inheritable Effect reads your turn if your opponent with has a Digimon with no Digivolution cards in play. This Digimon gains security attack plus one. Blue is often in dire need of some extra firepower, and this is a fairly easy hurdle to clear in order to access the extra security attack plus one, especially in a deck dedicated to trashing Digivolution cards. This is some much needed power for Blue. Next, we have Wegarurumon Sagittarius Mode. Sagittarius Mode costs 8 to play, has 8,000 DP, and like Metal Greymon Ultraus Mode, it has 2 Digivolution costs. It costs 3 to Digivolve from a level 4, and 1 to Digivolve from a level 5. It has your turn while a Digimon card with Wegarurumon in its name is in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, this Digimon gains jamming. At first, I didn't think much of this effect. Personally, I feel that jamming just gets less good as your Digimon increase in power and level, but I thought it was worth checking out all the available Wegarurumon to see if there were any strong combos, and there were actually not just one, but two Wegarurumon that I think are worth pairing with Sagittarius mode. The first is the Wegarurumon from the Kokaitis Blue starter deck, whose inheritable reads your turn while your opponent has a Digimon with no Digivolution cards, this Digimon gains security attack plus one. And the other is Wegarurumon P008, which is a promo Wegarurumon whose inheritable reads your turn while you have eight or more cards in hand, this Digimon gains security attack plus one. So while I'm not very impressed with jamming by itself on Sagittarius mode, if you can Digivolve it over one of these Wegarurumon and give it security attack plus one, that becomes very powerful. Sagittarius Mode's Inheritable Effect reads all turns, while this Digimon has Garurumon in its name, it gets plus 1000 DP. We've spoken already about this effect when we spoke about Garurumon, suffice it to say, this is a welcome boost. Moving on to level 6, first we have Neptune Mon. Now Neptune Mon costs 10 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 10,000 DP, and has opponent's turn, this Digimon can't be attacked. Now I think this card is just okay. I like the effect, but at 10,000 DP it stands a very real risk of being deleted by a security battle in any case. There are definitely better blue level 6s in my opinion. It's not bad if you just keep it up to threaten your opponent's smaller Digimon, but otherwise it's just not strong enough. Sorry Neptunemon. And the final blue Digimon we're talking about today is Hexablaumon. Hexablaumon costs 12 to play and 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and has, when attacking, trash the bottom two Digivolution cards of one of your opponent's Digimon. Then, if your opponent has a Digimon with no Digivolution cards, this Digimon gains jamming for the turn. Now, jamming is a strong effect, and it will be very easy to activate on Hexablaumon, especially since every time you attack with it, you're trashing two Digivolution cards. So pair this with the Wegarurumon that we spoke about earlier for huge damage. Hexablaumon also has all turns. All of your opponent's Digimon without a Digivolution card can't attack or block. Hexablaumon is the win condition that the Digivolution trashing strategy has been looking for. You get to trash cards on every attack, you potentially gain jamming, and then you also freeze your opponent's Digimon in place, which is very strong. Your opponents are going to struggle to block Hexablaumon outside of black, so it's a very consistent attacker. It can swing in easily and finish games. 
Your main problem is going to be keeping Hexablaumon on the field after this attack, so pair it with Garurumon and Sagittarius mode to power Hexablaumon up and give it the best chance possible of surviving the counterattack. On to the new blue option cards now, and first is Supreme Cannon. Supreme Cannon costs 3 to play, and says main, return all of your opponent's Digimon with 3000 DP or less to their owner's hands. If you have a Digimon in play with Garurumon or Omnimon in its name, return all of your opponent's Digimon with 5000 DP or less to their owner's hands instead. Trash all the Digivolution cards of those Digimon. This is another tool to use if you find yourself running into Rookie Rush a lot, but I don't think it has much use outside of that. It might be a nice one-off tech card in the way that things like Volcanic Tremon used to be way back in Special Booster version 1.0, but unless you're in a very specific meta, you probably won't need multiple copies of this in one deck. And the last new blue option card we'll talk about is Absolute Blast. Absolute Blast costs 6 to play and says main, trash, the bottom Digivolution card of one of your opponent's Digimon. Then, return one of your opponent's Digimon with no Digivolution cards to the bottom of its owner's deck. Now this is a great example of a card that's clearly built for a specific deck. In most decks, this option card will rarely do anything but in a blue deck built around Hexablaumon, where you will be repeatedly and effectively trashing your opponent's Digivolution cards, this becomes an incredibly powerful removal option. There's no limit to the level or cost of the Digimon that you can remove with Absolute Blast, and unlike most blue removal, it doesn't place the topmost card back in your opponent's hand, so it actually permanently removes a threat rather than just temporarily. In a deck built to take advantage of it, Absolute Blast is a well-costed, powerful card. Just don't try to shoehorn it in where it doesn't fit. Finally, we have a new tamer to talk about. This is the first tamer in what seems to be a new kind of memory tamer mold, where the card represents two characters, in this case, Sora Takanoichi and Joe Kido, or Sora and Joe. Sora and Joe costs four to play and has two effects. The first effect is start of your turn. If your opponent has a Digimon with no Digivolution cards in play, gain two memory. And this is what I mean by a new memory tamer type. Previously, we've seen a number of four-cost tamers that set the memory to three at the start of your turn if you start with less than three. These new tamers are not quite as consistent because they won't always trigger, but gaining two extra memory is far more powerful because it can potentially put you to above three. Your opponent has to be a lot more careful not to give you too much memory if your tamer is going to trigger. Sora and Joe's second effect is your turn when you attack with a blue Digimon, you may suspend this tamer to trash up to two Digivolution cards from the bottom of one of your opponent's Digimon. Now this is a great addition to Old Force Vidramon decks, for example, giving you another way to unsuspend Old Force Vidramon with its effect, while also potentially gaining you a lot of extra memory. If you can get one of these new tamers on the field at the same time as a classic memory tamer, then you're in a potentially very strong position where you might be starting every turn with five memory. I like these new designs, they're a bit more interesting than the classic memory tamers. Also, if you pull Sora and Joe in your pre-release, seriously think about playing it, because it's really common for your opponent to have Digimon with no Digivolution cards in a limited environment, so Sora and Joe will give you a lot of extra memory over a game. I lost my first two pre-release rounds, and it was mostly because my opponents were lucky enough to open this card and then wise enough to play it against me and absolutely destroy me, so really, really think about playing it in your pre-release deck if you get one. The final colour that we'll talk about today is yellow. Now yellow in BT5 gets some support for specific Digimon types, warriors and holy warriors. 
Yellow also gets some cards which care about having multiple Digimon on the field. These are some new areas for Yellow which is fun. It's always exciting to see a colour branch out at a new set and get some new toys. That said, Yellow has been something of a boogeyman over the last set, being seen as out and away the strongest colour. Fortunately for fans of Yellow, and unfortunately for those who play other colours or who just like a bit of variety, Yellow seems to win out again in BT5, again having what is arguably the strongest deck of the new meta. But that said, the Japan format is a different beast than the English format, so although this deck was very strong in Japan, time will tell if that holds true in English. Still, if you're looking to invest in the strongest deck, you're going to want to pick up some of the cards that we talk about today. First up is Yellow's new level 2 Pikmon. Pikmon has, when attacking, if you have 3 or more Digimon in play, one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 1000 DP for the turn. Pikmon is a great new yellow level 2, it's much safer to get 3 Digimon in play than it is to let your security get to 3 or lower for Koromon BT4's similar effect. Incidental DP lowering is fairly strong as well, it lets you take out opponent's Digimon that would otherwise be too powerful, so overall this is a great new level 2 for yellow. The first yellow level 3 we'll talk about today is Kotamon. Kotamon costs 3 to play, has 2000 DP, has an on-play effect that reads reveal 5 cards from the top of your deck, add up to 2 yellow Digimon cards with Warrior and or Holy Warrior in their types among them to your hand, place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. And I also realise that Kodimon is probably the way to pronounce it. The first thing to note is that Kodimon, or Kodamon, however you want to say it, has to specify both Warrior and Holy Warrior because if it had just said Warrior, then any Digimon with the Holy Warrior type would not be targetable. So, this is another search Digimon that will help you with your consistency and help you to find your key pieces. You can potentially draw two cards off Codimon, which is excellent, but even drawing one to your hand is good. To really get an idea of how useful Codimon is, we need to look at the cards that it can potentially add to your hand. So I hopped over to digimoncard.dev and did a quick search for Digimon that are yellow and have Warrior or Holy Warrior in their type. Now the big use for this Digimon will be in finding Lord Nightmon, which is a new win condition Digimon that helms what is potentially the strongest deck of BT5. But there are some other interesting cards that Codimon can fetch. Kentorismon is another potential target, being a level 6 Holy Warrior with 11,000 DP that gives up to 5 opponents Digimon, security attack minus 2 on Digivolving, a great defensive option. All in all, Kodimon is a great card in the right deck. Our next yellow level 3 is also our first ever plural Digimon, Starmons. Starmons costs 3 to play and has 1,000 DP. It also has on play for each Digimon you have in play, one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 1,000 DP. In certain decks, this can add up very quickly. Starmons by itself makes yellow a viable yellow rookie rush color because it can easily give an opposing Digimon minus 3 or minus 4,000 with very little effort. Starmons is also a nice include in decks that will be able to play it for free with effects like Angelmon BT3's Inheritable or Magnadramon for some great incidental value. Also don't forget that you can spread that DP reduction over multiple Digimon so with a big enough board you can clear multiple Digimon this way. 
Our last yellow level 3 is Renamon. Renamon costs 4 to play and has 3000 DP. Renamon has on play, one of your opponent's Digimon gains security attack minus 1 until the end of your opponent's next turn. I think Renamon is too expensive to see play in a lot of decks, but one place it might be interesting is in a security control deck. Those decks already don't mind playing things like Magnodramon, and if you can play Renamon for free off of Magnodramon's effects, then it can be a great defense, slowing down or stopping your opponent's game plan. Plus, at 3000 DP, Renamon has a lot of power for a level 3. I don't think this is a new yellow auto include, but it feels just interesting enough that I want to find a place for it to work. On to level 4 now, and first up is Gladimon. Gladimon costs 4 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 4000 DP, and has on play. You may search your security stack for one Digimon card with Warrior or Holy Warrior in its type, reveal it, and add it to your hand, and if you do, trigger recovery plus one. Then, shuffle your security stack. So this is very similar to the widely used Memory Tamer TK that lets you take a card from your security and add it to your hand. Gladimon can target all the same Digimon that Codimon can, as well as some others, because it has no color limitation. A hint for Limited, all Omnimon variants have Holy Warrior in their type, so Gladimon can fetch them from your security and add them to your hand. So think about that when you're building your pre-release decks. An early Gladimon can be very powerful because not only does it fetch a relevant Digimon from your security, oftentimes your win condition effectively drawing you a card, but you also gain information that you wouldn't usually have. You learn what all the cards in your security are, minus the one that you add through the recovery effect. So if you know your deck well, it can really help you to play for your future turns. If you see that your one copy of Voldoram is stuck in your security, for example, you can plan around that. Gladimon itself is also a warrior, so it works well with Codimon, and it can be a great follow-up to a turn 1 Codimon. At 4, it's relatively cheap for a level 4 as well, so playing it directly isn't a big ask. Gladimon definitely goes in the Lord Nightmon deck, and we will discuss that later. Next we have Kyubimon. Kyubimon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 4000 DP, and has an inheritable effect that says your turn, all of your opponent's security Digimon get minus 1000 DP. This is a really interesting effect. We've seen Yellow boost its own security Digimon, but I think this is the first time we've seen an effect that weakens your opponent's security Digimon. At first, minus 1000 DP may not seem like much, and it won't make much of a difference for your level 3s and 4s, but when you get to level 6, most level 6 Digimon are 11, 12, or 13,000, and a reduction of 1000 DP can make the difference between your win condition Digimon surviving an attack into security or being deleted. I think Kayubimon represents an interesting direction for yellow, and of course, it gets stronger if you can get more copies of the effect into play. Our last level 4 is Shooting Starmon. Shooting Starmon costs 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 4000 DP, and it has an on-deletion effect that reads one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 3000 DP for the turn. Now, I'm not a big fan of this card, I don't think it does enough. Minus 3000 DP will delete most level 3s, but that's about the only utility of this card. It's too hard to trigger the effect when you want to in yellow, and at the moment when you are uh, depending on your shooting Starmon being deleted by security battle is exactly the moment that it will survive. So to summarize, I just don't think shooting Starmon does enough. On to the level 5s now, and first up is Taomon. Taomon costs 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, and has the same inheritable effect as Kyubimon. Your turn, all of your opponent's security Digimon get minus 1000 DP. 
everything I said about Kaiubimon still stands here with just the added note that having more than one of a cool new effect like this lets you not only increase the chance that you'll see it in your games, but will also allow you to more easily get more than one copy of the effect at a time, and giving minus 2000 DP to your opponent's security Digimon makes your attacks a lot safer. Next up is Nightmon. Nightmon costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7000 DP, and has on play. One of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 4000 DP for the turn. Nightmon is fairly good on its own merits. Minus 4000 DP is a fairly significant reduction, and combined with effects like Pikmon, which will be fairly common in yellow, it's enough to delete the new one-cost Digivolution blockers, which are going to be very prevalent going forward. But the main thing to note here is that Nightmon has the Warrior type, so it is searchable by Codymon and Gladymon, and it works very well with Lord Nightmon, which is a card that we'll talk about later. So keep an eye on Nightmon. Finally on to the new level 6s, and first up is Jijimon. Jijimon costs 10 to play, 2 to Digivolve, has 10,000 DP, and has on deletion, trigger, recovery plus 1. It's difficult to work out where Jijimon belongs. Usually when I'm confused about how a card can be used, I like to do a search online to see how other players are utilising it. Digimon Meta tells me that it has no record of a tournament winning deck in BT5 using Jijimon, which is not a good sign for the card straight away. Even worse, a search on digimoncard.dev shows me that the only deck recorded there that Digimon is currently being used in is a meme deck, which just tried to include as many references to the Digimon World series of video games as possible. Digimon is cheap, which is certainly nice, but if all you want is a cheap level 6 to Digivolve into, why not choose Magnadramon from the Heaven's Yellow starter deck, which has a respectable 12,000 DP for the same 2 cost Digivolution. And if you want the recovery, Magnadramon BT2 gives an extra recovery on play for just one more memory and has a secondary effect to play level 3s for free on attacking, and that's becoming ever more relevant as Yellow gets more good level 3s like Pulsemon and Starmons. The problem with on deletion effects outside of purple is that very few colours have ways to delete their own Digimon, so you can't always count on getting the effect when you really need it. This could conceivably find a place in a yellow inclusive Megazoo list. Dropping this for 10, swing at security, knowing that the worst case scenario is you hit your opponent for 1 and you gain 1, which isn't too bad. I just think there are stronger options in yellow. Maybe a future set will give Digimon its due, but as of BT5, I just don't think this is a very strong card at all. Next up is Sakuyamon. Sakuyamon costs 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and has two effects that are pretty unique. Sakuyamon's first effect read, Opponent's turn. When an opponent's Digimon moves from the breeding area to the battle area, it gains security attack minus 3 for the turn. So this is a powerful defensive ability. It's often going to happen that you can deal with your opponent's threats on board, but you can do nothing about their Digimon in the breeding area waiting to be moved and attack for game. Sakuyamon's effect, which is the first effect I think we've seen that affects something moving from the breeding area to the battle area, negates that worry, stopping those Digimon from being able to attack for game. Sakuyamon's second effect reads, your turn, all of your opponent's security Digimon get minus 3000 DP. Now minus 3000 DP is a significant reduction, it means that a Digimon with just 12000 DP will survive a security check against anything except an Omnimon, and 12000 DP attackers are not hard to come by. Even Sakuyamon itself, at 11,000 DP, can reasonably expect to survive attacking into the opponent's security, since it's only going to be deleted by Omnimon or Chaosmon, which are usually just two of includes. Sakuyamon is a very defensive Digimon, and it's an excellent Digimon to include as a one-off in a deck. 
Finally, we come to the yellow Digimon that everyone who has looked ahead to see what the BT5 meta is going to be like has been waiting to hear about, and that's Lord Nightmon. Lord Nightmon costs 13 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 11,000 DP, and has two effects. First, Lord Nightmon has, when attacking, you may play a yellow level 3 Digimon card or a yellow Digimon card with Warrior in its type from your hand without paying its memory cost. Now we've seen this effect be powerful as an inheritable effect on Angie Woolmon BT3. And this is an even stronger version. Not only can you play a yellow level 3 like Pulsemon or Starmons, which both have excellent on-play effects, but you can also play any yellow warrior. That includes Digimon like the aforementioned Nightmon. So you get a yellow level 5 that gives an opponent's Digimon minus 4,000 onto the field for free. You do have to attack, but the second effect means that you're almost always going to be able to safely do so because Lord Nightmon's second effect reads all turns for each other Digimon you have in play. This Digimon gets plus 1000 DP. With just one other Digimon in play, Lord Nightmon is a respectable 12,000 DP. With just four other Digimon in play, which is not at all unreasonable, Lord Nightmon can trade with Omnimon, which is the ceiling for Digimon power. And Lord Nightmon plays a Digimon to the field when you attack, so every time you attack with it, you're powering it up. Not only that, but the effect is all turns, so you don't even have to worry about losing Lord Nightmon on the counter-attack because it keeps the power boost on your opponent's turn. Seriously, why wasn't this a your turn effect? This is so good. I hate to just repeat the hype, but Lord Nightmon is very good. It's quite easy to give it a lot of extra DP, especially because its other effect is putting more Digimon onto the field. It's more or less everything you need on the one card. If you're looking to build a very competitive deck for BT5, Lord Nightmon is the way to go. Moving on to options now, and first up is Meteor Shower. Meteor Shower costs three to play and its effect reads main. You may play one yellow Digimon card with Starmon in its name from your hand without paying its memory cost. Now I like the idea behind this card. And if you can use it to play a Super Starmon, usually a 6 cost level 5 for just 3 memory, that's a great deal. But otherwise, the only other targets for Meteor Shower are Starmons, which cost 3 to play anyway, and Shooting Starmon, which I've already said I'm not a fan of. This card is cool if you can use it out of your security to play a Starmons or a Super Starmon on your opponent's turn, but otherwise I think we need to wait for some more Starmon. Depending on seeing this card in your security is not something you want to do. Our final card for today is Spiral Masquerade. Spiral Masquerade costs 4 to play and has main. For each Digimon you have in play, activate the effect below. One of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 3000 DP for the turn. We've already talked about how easy it can be in yellow to flood the board, especially with Lord Nightmon. With just 4 Digimon on the field, you can delete most level 6s or very effectively clear your opponent's board, and all for just 4 memory. This is a very powerful cost-effective removal option, and you're going to want to run at least one copy in your Lord Nightmon deck, but keep an eye out for other interesting uses for it, I'm sure there are plenty. With that, we reach the halfway point of our set review. Now make sure to check out our next episode where we will be talking about the new green, black, purple, and white cards in Battle of Omni. Alright, I've blown out my voice and you have heard enough from me. Now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is what do you think about the Omnimon focus of the new set? Are you excited about it or does it feel like too much Omnimon? Tweet your answers at me or post them in the Memory Gauge Facebook group. I would love to hear your thoughts. 
If you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, tweet at me at EFMG or email me at memorygagepodcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, Memory Gage Podcast. I'm always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes come out each and every week, so be sure to follow the Memory Gage Podcast on your podcast service of choice to stay up to date. And don't forget, tune into twitch.tv slash EFMG in order to be there for our Booster Box opening stream. That is Friday, August 12th, 8pm EST. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. <laughs>